Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Bearing It All with Mark and Chris. Tonight's episode, we are discussing the Bears versus the Browns. Bears 17, Browns 20. Another winnable game that slipped away. What do you think, Chris? I don't know anymore. I'm just so fucking mad that um, that our team plays so well on all levels. And just in the fourth quarter, they have to, you know, lay an egg and, and not not finish. They don't have that killer instinct yet. And that's what I think uh, disappoints me. It was disappointing, Chris. It was. But, you know, in the bright side and uh, on the silver lining side, we, we went toe-to-toe and uh, tooth and nail all the way to the end. And uh, with a 9-5 and five team that was uh, it's, you know, considerably good. I mean, it's got to hand it to that defense. They're a good D. Yeah, no, they, they, they are. They are a good defense. But I just think that um, I think we left a lot of, a lot of plays – a lot of uh, scoring plays on the field um, by the game by the game calling. I think we had many many opportunities to uh, to keep scoring. Yeah, <clears throat> offense did not play well today. We couldn't get our running game in in, in order. Uh, hasn't been that way in a couple of weeks. Justin Fields was off today. Even he admitted that. Uh, DJ Moore was not playing at a hundred percent. That was obvious. Darnell movie. Uh, Mooney, eight targets, two catches. Horrible, horrible game. Uh, let's not uh, – well, no, let's bring up the, the missed opportunity at the end to be your hero. I mean, these guys are professional athletes. They, they get paid for their reactions. I mean, that ball hit him in the stomach and not only bounced out, but bounced out into the arms of a defender. I mean, you know, I get it when things are going your way, things are going your way, but these are those opportunities that we are talking about as a team. When things like that don't go your way, when when TJ Edwards has a ball go right through his hands, you know, for a sure fire interception. When you know when uh, Tyreek Stevenson doesn't turn his head and misses an opportunity to catch a ball, you know, again when Jalen Johnson almost makes an interception. I mean, those are the things that really good teams make. And we're talking about those opportunities that we almost had. I mean, each one of those turnovers I mentioned would have been seven points. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's almost like we're we're content in winning, um, with you know just uh, by a point, winning by a field goal. Uh, they have to be in that in that dominant stage mentally, like killing them, beating them by three, four touchdowns. There's no rule book against that. I mean, you you see it in good teams. And well, and you know that's the thing with hiring these nice men who are defensive minded coaches. They play to not lose, and that's not what you see with offensive minded coaches. Hence, uh, you know that Raider game or or the Miami versus Denver game some months back. I mean, they just put the hammer down. Yeah, I mean it happened today, Buffalo and Dallas. I mean. And uh, the 49ers against Arizona. I mean, they just keep scoring. It's it's one of those things that, hey, if you have a rhythm and you find it, blow it up. Blow it up. Fuck, it's not a, it's not, there's not anything against the rule book that you can't keep scoring on a team if, they allow you, if they're allowing you to. No, disappointing too. And, you know, uh, offense 
made its share of mistakes, but let's let's talk about the defense. 242 yards allowed passing in the fourth quarter. 250 yarders, 230 yarders. I mean, those were chunk plays that killed us. I mean, absolutely. I mean, you that, dominate for three quarters, and in the fourth quarter, the, the, the stats, the numbers, and I can't fucking stand stats, but it, they are what they are. I mean, that's what they 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 gave them. Yeah, it's how we gauge everything. I understand. No, it's uh, it was a travesty. I don't understand how that fourth quarter came together. I mean. Losing to guys like, uh, I mean, tight ends like in joke too. I mean, come on. Or to Joe Flacco, who was fucking retired. Yeah. And then you come in, and, and I mean, he's, he throws a pick six. He throws two other interceptions. Four sacks today. And four sacks. And two interceptions, and, you know, couldn't put it, pull it together when we needed to. That You know, that's the difference between good and bad teams, honestly. You know, the, despite all of Flacco's adversities today, you know, that. That old veteran just hung in there and just kept doing his thing. But that's uh, this has got to be the what the fourth game that we lose when we're leading in the fourth quarter. Yeah, you know, I attribute it to just a young team that's on the cusp of greatness. Um, I really do. I mean, I've seen this before with other teams like Detroit last year, and it goes on and on and on. But you know, I, I I'm not sure that a full rebuild is honestly the best move for this team. I mean. You hire, a, you get a brand new quarterback. You have to follow that up with a whole new coach and a whole new OC. Oh yeah, no, 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 and that's where that's that's the uh, that's the million, ten million, hundred million question. Uh, what do we do? What do we do? Come draft day, do we rebuild? Do we draft another quarterback? I mean. I don't know. You know, it's can you blame that loss on Justin Fields? I mean, is Rob Bertunian catches that pass? Yeah. I mean, does that does that doesn't that change the entire outlook of the game immediately? Oh yeah, you're up fourteen nothing. I mean, my goodness, and and you've established that you've got a deep threat with the you know the quarterback. And I'm just saying, it just didn't seem like a Justin Fields loss to me. I know no. he didn't play well, but. No, he didn't play well. But that's allowed in the NFL against the number one defense in the league. He was close to throwing three interceptions. Uh, he threw one, but that was at the end. The one right before the half, that wasn't a, a, a clearly an interception. I also don't – I'm also upset so much with these fucking refs that don't call a consistent game. And, and you know, even the, the first drive that – the that Cleveland scored, there was two back-to-back uh, plays that should have been called delay of game. No, I I get it. I I don't want, ever want to blame the refs either, but these are some egregious calls. It's I mean, and you can't help but wonder. The the couple of days ago, we complained that they weren't calling rough in the panel the passer on fields. Today, he gets roughed up left and right. No calls, no flags. I think they were sticking it to him. Yeah, because the defense was complaining and they made they made some waves, and so it's one of those things that they just uh, you know referees don't like to be called out. Is he too tough for his own good, Justin Fields? Does he uh, you know should he complain more, be more animated? Well, I don't think so. I think he's I think that's that's the player and his style. I think he's just got to make it known. He's got to get he's got to have a coach that fucking can argue for him. That's the coach's job. He could see his player go down. His coach has got to be in the referee's ear so that they understand, hey, watch my fucking quarterback the next series. Take a good look. They're giving him a blow to the head. They're giving him a blow 
while he's going down. They are even in the slide. The player jumps over him, but he let you know he nice allows his leg heavy so that it hits him in the helmet. I mean, those are all fucking moves that those refs weren't calling anything. Those, those those Browns were playing rough today. There was a lot of shoves in the back, a lot of uh, legal hits late. I mean, and then of course the announcers call out that one Jalen Johnson where he drove the receiver out of bounds. I'm like, big whoop. Yeah, that's, that's just aggressive play. But what they were doing was just tremendous. But, again, can't blame the refs for this loss, unfortunately. No, Came I- down to the end. Uh, Flus was a man. He admitted that he messed up on that, um, uh, not kicking that field goal. Yeah. Um, but, you know, to his credit, I, I like his aggressiveness. But, man, what the hell is up with Getsy's A jet sweep call on that? You're going to give it to a to Tyler Scott on a jet sweep? Just run forward. In some some capacity, run forward, do it around the edge, go up to middle, do something different. But. Or even do do uh hand it off to fucking Velvet Jones. I yeah. mean, he had two good plays where he used his speed. It's just Scott is too small. He's the player like, you know, he's got he go out. Let yeah. him go out. Yeah. Let him send him. He can keep running back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. You have DJ Moore and you have Darnell Mooney who take little slants, fucking send Scott. And just you know, out to the sidelines and let him fucking gas those those corners, those safeties. Yeah. Over. I mean, that's yeah. how you utilize that fast young player. Yeah, he needs. I, I feel like he can do it. He had another big drop, unfortunately, today, but then made up for it immediately right after with that tiptoe. Um, oh yeah, catch. Uh, it could have been a game sealer. I too. wish that. Yeah, of course, we never get those game sealers. You yeah. know, even Eddie Jackson, you know, took it all the way to the two. Good to see the old man uh, still. Being effective, unfortunately, until the fourth quarter. <laughs> but um, excellent, though, uh, all around. Our defense, again, I'm proud of them. They, they seem like a consistent unit. Unit they they couldn't couldn't do it today, which tells me, you know, this was the game, Chris, that told us is this team ready for prime time? And you know, we got our answer today. And you know, it's sad, but this team's not ready for prime time yet. But we're close, and when I mean close is. I don't necessarily know that the best solution to this Bears team, and I mean this sincerely, not as just a Justin fan, is to blow up the whole team. Is is that still the best approach? Or do you just tell the head coach, I need you to find a new offensive coordinator? No, I think the best the best solution, I, I mean, Justin Fields is a good player. He's going to be a good player somewhere else. I think Poles knows it. Uh he knows that he, this draft pick. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna trade it like he did the last one, and he's gonna get so many other picks and so many other players. Or do you think he's gonna keep Fields? I I, I really do. I really uh, you know I I I think um, he has a that opportunity. I think um, you know if he dedicates if he knows that he wants to stay with Justin Fields and trade a couple of picks or even draft a quarterback and trade Fields after he trades uh you know one of those picks. Who who knows? I, I there's a lot of there's a lot of good moves that they can make. Well DJ Moore's uh supporting him today I read and you know his locker room loves him. I mean they legitimately love him. Which you know also begs the question do um do you risk blowing up that locker with, uh, you know, trading away Justin Fields and 
trading away those coaches that have somehow managed to keep this team together? I mean, is or are these just professional athletes that, you know, quite frankly have to deal with it? Right. Well, I think Justin Field needs an OC, a better OC. I think they got to get rid of Getsy. I think so, too. And, you know, I don't believe that uh, Getsy's like, doesn't belong in the NFL. I just believe that Justin Fields needs an experienced OC. Someone, if someone knew not to run a jet sweep on that play, you know, something like that. Or, or you, it's somebody that's, um, I mean, the Bears need to copy the Philadelphia Eagles. I think Jalen Hurts, it's he's a the same player as Justin Fields. Only Justin Fields runs a little better. I honestly believe that, and I think that's why the Eagles have a better winning percentage. Because they're allowing the quarterback to do what he needs to do. Right. But in Chicago, for whatever reason, I mean, Getsy, I mean, you get the fucking ball. And three, four times, or when you have a good return or you get a first down and you're running, you know, a jet sweep, you're not u- utilizing your... your, your uh, Best players. Yeah, just your, your players. I mean... DJ Moore is hurt, obviously, but based on his experience, let him fucking run. Right. Let him let, throw the ball to him. He's going to do something. Frustrating, frustrating all around. Um, let's listen to DJ Moore here talking about the Bears' uh, discussion heading into next season regarding uh, quarterbacks. I don't know. Y'all asked me that what, last week. Somebody asked me that last week. I'm still like, bro, where are y'all seeing this? Like, what, what makes him not the quarterback for the Chicago Bears right now? I get I got everybody coming out. What, it's like two of them? I don't think they better than Justin, so they cool. That's know. him saying that he doesn't believe Caleb Williams and uh, Drake May are better than Justin. Uh, no, I mean, I, I get that he has to defend him, but, you know, let's be honest, Chris, we've watched a lot of NFL, and if these receivers don't like their quarterbacks, they're not going to say anything. They'll just keep their mouth shut. Right, so, exactly. So that's a, that's He's a, a disciplined player. He knows what not, you know, not to air out his dirty laundry to anyone, especially not the reporters. But let's talk about that play he made to commit that throw. I mean, that's a highlight reel shit. That was a fucking beautiful, beautiful pass. And, and the acrobats. I mean, those are the things that make you think there's so much hope and potential here. But, you know, are the are these flashes, or is this just you know him not? Putting it all together yet? I I definitely believe that. But then you have those plays where, you know, he's taking a sack and he's fumbling the ball, and you know those those other plays where he overthrows a player when he has him clearly open. I mean, and those are the plays where you they that just put a little bit more doubt in you know the president of the club, the. Uh, uh, you know, on polls is mind. I mean, it's like, I get it. As a Bear fan, we root for our players 100%. But it's just that feeling of not being certain that he's going to, you know, make that play. You, you don't have that, that player, that, that killer instinct. Again, I'm going to say it over and over. Uh, when a quarterback that, like Mahomes, you're always in the game. Yeah, you're always in the game because no matter how much you're losing by, you got the best player on the team. Yeah. So, Chris, who do you point the finger at for today and today's loss? Um, 
Coach, coaching, drop balls, uh, quarterback. No, I don't defense. On, I don't put it on on Justin uh, today. I put it on first and foremost on Getzey. I, I blame the game on him. Coaching. The coaching, and then secondly, I on the players at the end of the fourth quarter when they're dominating, they're celebrating, they're happy. I, I get it. You're you're stopping them. It's seventeen seven. But the game is not fucking over. It's not over until it's zero zero on the clock. And when you have that, uh, you know that lacks, and you're allowing these two big plays, uh, and they come right back, and then they take the lead, and then there's nothing that you can do. Now you're the defense on the sidelines watching, hoping that you that your team does something to to win the game. Yeah, because you put them in this in this position. Yeah, it's tough, tough, man, tough. You know, we go in uh, Detroit and beat the hell out of them, and then they just come back the next week and crush Denver, and then, you know, this this, uh, beat-up Cleveland team with no starters, you know, somehow manages to pull out a win. It's frustrating. We're not there. You know, we're almost there. We're just not quite there. But, you know, it's um, someone told me that this is a tougher loss because of, you know, the heartbreaking way it ended. But, you know, the truth is, this kind of loss tells me that uh, whoever had the ball last would have won that game. Yeah, and I that's so. that's impressive against a team like that's going to the playoffs. Yeah, no, I, but you know, deep down inside, I mean, you know, it was that, that what if? I mean, the Bears went out. I mean, it was good. It was, it's a good story. Imagine these guys coming back with a lot of help from other teams, and they're in the fucking playoffs. Gosh, what a great story that would have been. Yeah. And guess who would have celebrated the most and who would have gotten and reaped the benefit the most? The coaches, but mostly the quarterback. The one that everybody, you know, no matter what quarter, what team you're on, the quarterback is the player that gets all the shit, no matter what. Yep. Yeah, so uh, last thing I want to talk about regarding this game, then we'll move on to the future of Montez Sweat, the Tez effect, as you called it, Chris. Oh, shit, yeah. I mean, they were saying it. Um, the announcers were saying and calling it. I guess that's what the, the players were telling them. It's the Tez effect. Yeah. And, I mean, tell me this team that Ryan Poles is, is creating will not be a playoff team next year. I mean, I know the start of this year makes me nervous to say that, but this – this looks like a consistently good defense, and I, I just anticipate it continually, continuing to get better because Poles' picks are really hitting, man. They are nailing it. Tremaine Edwards played wonderful today. Oh, yeah. I mean, TJ Edwards is awesome always. He's getting his money's worth. We're getting the money's worth for him. I mean, even Velvet Jones played pretty well today. Finally. It's the guy that, you know, you're saying that that Poles, I think he's, it's not like, uh, like the cancer that Claypool came in and he, he realized I fucked up. And it's all right to make to make that mistake. But somehow with, with Velvet Jones, he's got a he's got a little love, love you know, for this guy because he, he wants to keep inserting him. Um Yeah, no, he's bound to determine to make him a make make him a viable pick. That's his you know, it's one of his only picks that didn't hit, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, he's he, I just wish he was more of a a punt returner that he's supposed to be. Uh, and we just, you know, we, we just, we got spoiled with 23. 
uh, and and there was there's not going to be another twenty three. I don't think ever. No. So, not now. Like how the game is, it's just you know, mm. Esther will forever be the greatest returner of all time. Absolutely. But man, um, Paul's got to be feeling good about that Montez Sweat pick. I love that we paid that guy that much money, and he's playing even harder for us. Fuck yeah, he's just amazing, man. He may end the season leading sacks on two different teams. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> that is crazy. That is a crazy, crazy. Um, you know, just and he's and he's young. He's still got a good like what three, four, five years. Oh yeah. Where he's going to be still have that 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 hit factor. I mean, he disrupts the line. He disrupts the backfield. He disrupts the quarterback. I mean, just. It's Even just to get a hand on. It's wonderful, and it seems to be uh, having a great effect on the rest of the players who are getting involved. I mean, four sacks today. The defense balled out other than the fourth quarter. Very happy with them. Offense played pretty well for the most part other until they just stopped. You know, eight, three and outs, you know, out of ten. I mean, just yeah. fell apart. Um, that defense on Cleveland, though, we got to hand it to them. They just never stopped. Never stopped. Um, that little... Little Newsome bastard kept dancing, even though they were losing. <laughs> Killed me, but um, I always felt like 10 wasn't enough. Uh, even Justin today said that he likes to put 28 points up on the offense to feel comfortable. Um, just wasn't there today. But um, next week, Christmas Eve, we're going into, I think we go in Arizona. Arizona. Or is it in Soldier Field next week? Um, I think it's on turf. I think we're away. Cannot remember, but regardless, I do know that we play the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, how did they do today, Chris? They got blown out by the 49ers. Yeah, that seems to be <laughs> seems to be right. Um, so I think we haven't we have a chance. I mean, the, we should win. We should win this 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 team. That uh, I think they've only had two wins. Yeah. So um, three. There's three. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Well, anyway, if we have more wins. Finally, than than one of these teams. And hey, guess what? So our does our pick change? I, I just saw that. Uh, no, all the all the Carolina uh, Carolina won today, but all of the ranked five teams lost, so we are still in the number five position. No shit. Carolina is still number one, but New England lost, so they are at three wins. So we got to be careful there. Um, Panthers need to keep losing. Uh, air, uh, and basically lose out. Yeah. We got to lose out. I think right now what we got to build for is winning these last three games and and beating our Super Bowl is going to be at Lambeau Field. Beating those fucking <laughs> yeah. kids. That's what, yeah. I think that's the only game that matters to me. Another, another, now another good opportunity. The Vikings lost. Uh, Packers lost. Uh, you know, even if we'd gone nine and eight, we still would have only had a sixty-two percent chance of uh, yeah, because making it to the playoffs. To, right? To lose for us to begin. The truth is, I I never ever thought about playoffs this year. I just wanted improvement, and we got it far later in the year than we wanted. But um, you know, looking over the whole season, uh, much much better. I mean, you know, the story of the Bears is. <clears throat> Fields played good enough to win. Eberflus had a defense playing good enough to win, but they didn't win. And I don't really understand the story of that, but just not good enough, you know, uh, not quite yet. But 
the good news is we've seen other teams go through this, Chris, and then they kind of emerge. Yeah, it's just let's just hope that it, that we are a, are are one of those teams that does emerge and and we have the and and next season we don't have this fucking quarterback shuffle or this uh, this doubt that we this worry don't have a, a leader. I mean, it, it's also um, it's stressful as a fan to know that you know you, you you're. It you is know what, who your quarterback's going to be for the future. It is stressful because if they're basing this entire decision on, you know, saving money by resetting the quarterback clock, you know, I, I, that can't be the that can't be the smart decision. I mean, you got to look at the overall aspect, and not just talent, but you know what he brings to the team. Um, these are decisions that uh, that other men are going to make, but uh, I think the whole NFL is interested. You know. Um, if um, this was happening in um, one of those bullshit teams like Tennessee or Jacksonville, you think America would care that much? No. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. I think Bears are one of those teams like the Giants and, you know, the Well, the Bears are Patriots. Historic, the, exactly. The, the organization, the name that right. – uh, I think football's better. Football's better when, you know, those powerhouse teams are, are good, like the Niners and the, the Cowboys. Um Next week uh, we're favored three and a half points. Um, should should win, you know. Um, the only good thing about losing today is you know that draft pick is getting closer and closer. Um, start hoping and praying for something there. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think there's anyone that's gonna get um, scream and yell at polls if he cashes in one of those picks for a boatload of picks and no. keeps fields. I mean, I you hear it around the NFL like you know what. Um, not sure what I would do because it's not that obvious. You know what I also wanted I forgot to to mention is once we lost fucking Jenkins. No, yeah. I mean the pressure that came towards Justin, I mean, he is the anchor on, on he, the O line. He is the one that keeps Justin didn't have two seconds to throw the ball. Not even two after Jenkins got hurt. He was that important. And did he get a concussion? Did he yeah. get a little perp, He's know, in like con- a little stinger on the He's in concussion protocol. Protocol. It, it, to me, it looked like he dropped, like he passed out. Yeah, that was kind of a scary. But he he started moving pretty quick, so I wasn't sure if he was just in pain. But yeah, uh, concussion protocol. Good news is, you know, that's not the whole season. Thankfully, no. Was, maybe the game. Maybe he doesn't come back next week. But typically, they miss one game. Yeah. So that that was crucial to to Justin because he relies on that. That's an that's an area where he could go blind. As they say, mm-hmm. because most of the time that's going to be covered. Yeah, he he got he got that blindside sack with, uh, late in the game. That was I think due to uh, due to Whitehead missing that yeah. block, or or maybe it was one of the tight ends. But tough, tough, tough loss, man. But you know, we hung in there with a really good team. I expect to win next week, uh, legitimately. You know, uh, Arizona is not a good team. We are a far better team. We absolutely deserve that win. I think we should get it. Well, let's just show it. Let's let's put fucking fifty points up on the. Absolutely. On the board. I mean, if that's what Justin can do, then then prove it. When he's saying, "Hey, twenty-eight, I like to put twenty-eight up." Yeah. Then put forty-eight up. Let's uh let's quickly talk about next season. Um, who's who's back? Who's not? Um, you think Eddie? I don't think Eddie Jackson is going to be make it Eddie back. Eddie Jackson shouldn't be back. I mean, he's a good player, but 
You need a young. Yeah, I think it's time to move on. We save a ton of money there. And uh, Cody Whitehead, too, I think uh, we'll let him go probably save save quite a bit of money on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Darnell Mooney, I think, would do well on another team. I think the best thing for him actually would be to move on. To move on. Could you picture him in Kansas City, Chris? I could. I could see him there with, with, uh, with Mahomes. I think he'd produce well, but I just don't think. Unfortunately, you know, the league is still, you got your speedy, shifty players, but you got to be a shifty and fast and aggressive player like like a TJ Hill, like a DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. Tony's just not that size. He's not, he's not. No, and, and he hurt himself today with that drop. I mean, the whole country's, you know, replaying that meme of it bouncing off his stomach. I mean, yeah, that's not at all what you want. No, DJ Moore, it doesn't st- jump. I mean, it doesn't pop out of his stomach. No. No, it doesn't. That's the that's the difference. That's yep. the difference between a one and a three. I mean, Mooney at one time was a two, but he's right he's now, having a he's having a terrible year. I mean, it's not just this game. Something you, you know, know. He was disgruntled receiver that wasn't getting the ball. He was making some airwaves a little bit. I, I don't think he's fully healed. I mean, something's going on. I'm, he's not getting as open as he used to. And he had eight targets. Mm-hmm. He had two that were maybe thrown a little too much. No, they made it a point to force the ball to him today, knowing DJ wasn't fully healed. So that that's a challenge. No, that drop that he extended that ball went through his hands and he thought he was going to get wiped out yeah so he got a little scared and those are those are you know you're, you're asking for the ball and guess what you're getting getting you're going to get an opportunity and so you make sure of it that you do have that opportunity to catch it otherwise you know what keep going i think you know i i just think also dj that's why those little sweeps uh dj wasn't 100 percent Nope. Otherwise, he's getting that 99% of the time. Agreed. All right, Chris, to wrap this up, I want to play a little game with you, and it's called the NFL starting quarterback game. I want you to help me. This game is going to uh, simulate if you could trade Justin Fields for this specific quarterback. And I'm not saying the team would ever do this. <laughs> but if you could, like, no-brainer, this quarterback is better than Fields. I, I would swap with him in a minute. I want to go down these starters, and you tell me. All right, let's start with uh, Lamar Jackson. Yes. Josh Allen. Yes. Joe Burrow. Uh, yeah. Sean Watson. No. I agree with you so far on all these. Russell Wilson. Yes. Uh, not anymore. Uh, maybe a couple years ago. Um, C.J. Stroud. No. Me neither. Anthony Richardson. No. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. Uh, I'll say yeah. Yeah, that is a tough one. He is a better pure passer, but maybe not this year. Patrick Mahomes. Percent. <laughs> Aiden O'Connell. No. Uh, Justin Herbert. Yeah, I think yes. yes. Yeah. Tua. Uh, no. Tua's good, but I don't know if he'd fit on the Bears. Um, Mac Jones. No. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, fuck. Hell no. 
I'd rather be 0-18. No, no, because he said he fucking wouldn't ever play for us. Yeah, well, I don't want him. Fucking. Um, can he pick it? No. Uh, Will Levis? No. Ryan Tannehill? No. <laughs> um, Kyler Murray? No, he just came back after injury. He was hot. Too small. No, I'll take Justin. Bryce Young? No, Justin. Dak Prescott? Ooh, Dak's playing yeah, MVP you, caliber season. You have to. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Jared Goff? No. Me neither. Jordan Love? No. No, fuck. Matthew Stafford? No. No. Kirk Cousins? No. Derek Carr? No. Daniel Jones? No. Jalen Hurts? Ooh. Yeah, I think he's the same. I, I, I think I would. Yeah, he's just more polished Super Bowl winner. Brock Purdy? Ooh. Holy shit, he's... Uh, he, yeah, I mean... He's when he's going to fucking get the MVP, I think. Uh, really? So I would have to say, yeah. Uh, Geno Smith? No. Baker Mayfield? No. Yeah, Sam Howell? No. Yeah. All right. That's a good game. Thanks, pal. So what that tells me is that Fields is top 11, top 12 in the league, basically, you know, according to our opinion. So, you know, that's uh, that's, that's not bad. There's not a bad. lot of guys on that team that were far worse than Fields. So, you know, these are these are really tough questions. That I don't know if Bowles is excited about this. As a GM, these are the kind of things you want. These, these, are, these are good problems to have, but... It isn't. It, it is. I, it isn't. Do you think he knows exactly what he's going to do, and it's just a big secret, or do you think he's waiting and waiting and waiting to the last minute to decide? I think he already fucking knows. Yeah, I kind of feel. Like I that think too. he knows already deep down inside. I don't think he's. I don't think he misses any sleep anymore. I think he was stressing at the beginning. I think he was not not knowing what the fuck he was going to do, but I think there's been closed closed uh, meetings with the top the top three. And uh, and nothing leaks out of that. No, no, and I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure ownership has some, you know, has a stake in there. You know, some opinion as well. Um, but uh, until next week, Chris. Uh, man, we got to pick six this week too. Man, we finally see this team is coming together. Every week we do a little bit more. You know. Yeah. Well, I remember when we had no sacks. Now we get four, exactly. four in one game. I remember we had no picks. Now we're getting three in one game. No sacks, but not even that. Even I remember. Game where they the they don't even touch the quarterback. Oh yeah, I remember Baker Mayfield oh, my just goodness. ran ran over like there was no one even chasing him. It was oh. awful. It's disgusting. Well, no, those days are gone. This team that he's put together, um, it's impressive. Um, offense, we just need to keep it going. Those conditions, you know, no one's talking about them. Those were those were bad conditions out there today. I don't I don't give Flus much uh, heat for that. Not kicking on that fifty five yarder. Um, yeah, but take a chance, man. That's why you pay the fucking field goal kickers. Well, for that he, so Flu said he asked them, and uh, and uh, Santos said, "With this wind, I'm about eight yards short." So, oh, he did. He yeah, had no shit. Yeah, so if kicker tells you that, then that's, okay. that See, that means that's it. something I didn't hear. That's something I didn't know. And now yeah. it makes a lot of sense why he elected to go for it. But uh, fourth and two, jet sweep. Uh, that one he takes ownership of. That one he should have just kicked it right there. But yeah. Uh, but, you know, I get it. We were feeling good, feeling positive. <laughs> but that was the number one defense in the league. We should have kicked the field goal. Yeah, absolutely. I just think that 
even the number one defense, I mean, for the, being the number one defense, Justin had a lot of control. Yeah, and Miles Garrett didn't have one sack. Shut his ass down. Darnell Wright did a great job, I thought. I was very happy, even though Wright, um, sorry, uh, Garrett was all over the field, but uh, um, didn't touch didn't touch fields once. No. He got four of them last time they met, so that was good. Yeah, and they got nine of them last time. Yeah, total. That was awful. I remember I'll never forgive Nagy for that. No, that was horrible. Trial by fire. He was. He was. And he then, was, they, then he didn't even change it up. Just let him keep getting hit. Yeah, he was killing his quarterback. It's almost like he wanted him out of the fucking game. Yeah, I don't get it. I just don't understand that either. But I think that today, the the number one mistake that the Bears made was an offense that that court that uh on Getsy. I would play him Getsy in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter. It's, on the defense. It's hard. That fourth quarter defense really let us down. I agree, but that offense could have done so much to help us along the way. Just you know, yeah. just give us a few points. Give us one. Well, the defense played like they were winning twenty-eight. Yeah. To seven. Those last two touchdowns that they let them drive. You know, it's like you're not winning that much. So you still are playing the clock. That's where I don't understand playing the fourth quarter. They fucking elect to throw on these little piece of shit throws and you're missing it and then you're kicking it right back to them. Well, your defense needs to rest a little bit. Run the ball. Yeah. Even if they stop you the whole fucking time, you're killing the clock. Now manage. That's where they made the mistake, I think. These coaches that know how to manage a game and know how to not, that the, the time is it's now something that you want to dwindle away and, and you're throwing the ball. Yeah. I don't get it. Nope. Nope, nope. I think the, the NFL world is ready to see Getsy move on. Uh, uh, let's hope Fields can, you know, adapt to a new uh, OC um, if he stays. If he moves on, I, I mean, no, he's destined to, to burn us one day. And <laughs> just, you know, how that, you know, how that story always plays out. But um, until, until the next week, uh, Arizona, uh, next week's podcast might be a little delayed. I'll be uh, on vacation in uh, San Diego. So, we will play that one by ear, but uh, going forward, uh, I look forward to the next one, Chris. Absolutely. How about, uh, you know, every, to our listeners, Merry Christmas. And uh, Absolutely. You guys have a great Christmas. Thanks for being Bear fans. Thanks for listening to our podcast. You have a great New Year as well. We'll talk to you soon. Chris, Chicago Bears. Till we die, go Bears all day, every day. Go Bears.